0: Immediately, and he wait, he wait, he wait. So that's a strong for the old blacks oh, That's a ridiculous call from the referee. Bernard Boyle is waiting for his board pack and saying, "Okay, I'm going to kick this ball out." That's almost unique. I don't think I've seen that. Jordan, crossfield, Jordan, away for Bernard one of his heart's broken. Yes, Wallaby's heart's broken. I was there last night. I don't know whether any of you have seen the last minute of the Bledisloe Cup last night, but I suggest you go and watch it. The English have never been partial to the French, and now Australia knows why. Right, this is the morning podcast from Marcus today, the pre-market podcast. General advice only, not suited to your personal financial circumstances. Right, Dow Jones down 173 points overnight. The S&P 500 now below the level it was at the lows after the CPI number. So we're hitting lower lows, which is technically negative. Dow Jones was down 253 points at worst and up 143 points at best. S&P 500 down 1.13%. NASDAQ down 1.4%. VIX volatility index up a tiny touch. SPY futures this morning are down 50, and that follows a 14-point rise in our market yesterday. We really didn't know what to do yesterday. I think we know what to do today. The S&P 500 is at 3,901, and the 3,900 level is written up in some of the news wires as being technically significant if they drop below that. Interest rate-sensitive sectors in the U.S. the worst. Financials and healthcare the best technology and REITs, two of the worst. And the energy sector, the worst sector overnight as the oil price took a fairly big 3.8% drop after the US government hit a tentative deal with rail unions and avoided a railroad shutdown. And a shutdown, if you think about it, would have boosted road-based freight and the demand for fuel. So the oil price comes off because that's been avoided. Although avoiding a shutdown is sort of good for inflation because if they had been a shutdown, it would have compounded supply chain issues and driven inflation higher. Railroad stocks were up overnight. One of the notable moves overnight was Adobe. It dropped 16.8%. They've announced the acquisition of a company called Figma for $20 billion, and it knocked $30 billion off the market cap of Adobe. Figma is a future-of-work company. It is collaborative software for working, not necessarily at home, but for people working collaboratively over the internet. The issue for Adobe is recurring revenue from Figma is $400 million. That's 2.8% of Adobe's revenue. So they're getting 2.8% more revenue, but they're paying the equivalent of 11% of their own market cap. So the market didn't like that. Anyway, Adobe aside, there were some better than expected retail sales numbers overnight. Looks like motor vehicle prices and dining out having a bit of a boom. And the better than expected retail sales numbers give the Fed another excuse to raise rates. They've got a meeting obviously next Thursday. The chance of a 100 basis point rate rise running at 20%, which is actually down from 25% yesterday and 32% on Tuesday. There was also another decline in weekly jobless numbers. number of jobless is now at the lowest since May. Other things overnight, the IMF and the World Bank warned about the risk of global recession. The US dollar index had another small rise. The Aussie dollar is now down to below 67, 66.92. It was 69.16 cents on Monday. US bond yields continued their relentless rise. Two-year hit another 15-year high, and the two- and 10-year yield curve inversion is up from 13 basis points to 41 basis points. So the two-year is now 41 basis points higher than the 10-year, which is supposed to herald recession, of course. Most commodities lower, BHP and Rio down 0.65 and 1.5 in the US, and US resources stocks almost all down a little bit, although Vale managed a 1% rise in Brazil, and the iron ore price was up. A tiny, weeny little touch. Most of the metal prices lower. Nickel down four percent. Coal down one and a half percent. Natural gas price dropped eight point seven percent. Haven't seen any headlines on Ukraine today. Unfortunately for the gold bugs, gold dropped again, savagely. Thirty-two dollars. There was a day this week it was down thirty-four. That was big, and then we've got another thirty-two here. Ouch. Lowest level since April last year. One news comment was that the economic Numbers released today, in other words, a strongish jobless number and a strongish retail sales number, tie the bow on an aggressive Fed rate rise next week. A few of the other headlines around US to announce $600 million arms package for Ukraine. Putin says Xi has questions and concerns over Ukraine. Putin acknowledges China's concerns over Ukraine in sign of friction. US rail strike averted. IMF sees further global economic slowdown in third quarter. World Bank sees rising risk of global recession next year. U.S. retail sales unexpectedly rise. U.S. stocks slip while yields rise. Fed in focus. Fed next week. You'll see the diary for next week in the newsletter this morning. And Porsche IPO to comprise 911 million shares. 911. Get it? They're issuing 911 million shares in their IPO. Gay marriage bill hits Snag in US Senate, no vote until after elections, and Queen Elizabeth's funeral will unite the world as mourners queue for miles. Not much on the domestic diary today. Chinese industrial production, retail sales, and jobs numbers, probably the most significant. few tail index dividends, car sales, for instance. That's about a bit of that on the diary. Next week, though, Queen's funeral on Monday, UK market will be closed. FOMC meeting on Wednesday. We'll wake up to it on on Thursday morning. RBA minutes on Tuesday. Bank of England policy meeting Thursday. Bank of Japan policy meeting Thursday. Australian public holiday on Thursday. Australian state public holiday on Friday in Australia for the grand final. we got the grand final, of course, on Saturday. And that's it. That's quite a lot, really. Public holidays, a funeral and a Fed meeting. That's about that. You have a fabulous day. I'll be back later with a bit of strategy, the ideas, portfolio and And we'll be back with the end of day podcast around 5 (laughs) p.m.